Survivor 46 is here, and so is On Fire, the only official Survivor podcast, and we have a twist this season. The winner of Survivor 45, D. Vyadaris, will be joining us every week. We're going behind the scenes of the biggest moments, the how and the why things happen, and the strategy and analysis you can only get from someone like me, a Survivor winner. Listen to On Fire, the official Survivor podcast, wherever you get your podcast. This episode is brought to you by Hyperice, the leader in advanced warm-up and recovery technology. They have tons of innovative products, like Venom-heated wearables to help soothe sore back muscles, Normatec compression boots to speed up recovery and increase circulation, and Hypervolt massage guns to improve mobility. Loved by athletes like Naomi Osaka and Erling Holland. Try them yourself. Get 10% off your order with the code MOVE at hyperrice.com. Welcome into the PHNX Sun Devil Show brought to you by the DraftKings Sportsbook app, America's top-rated sportsbook app. Don't forget to leave a like, drop a comment, subscribe, even leave a five-star review wherever you get your podcasts. I am Anthony Totri. Joined on this random t- Thursday? It's Thursday today, right? Yeah. You said Tuesday. Tuesday. You said Tuesday, and I was ready to roll with it. I didn't even think. I didn't <laughs> sure, even think why otherwise. not? Why not? Uh, Sean deposits with me. Shane Diefenbach has the, the show off today. Not- oh, and breaking news, the entire Arizona State football team is just <laughs> transferred away. Already? Yeah. Not again. <laughs> yeah, fair enough. Uh, every time. We've made a joke about it. Every single time that Shane is not on a show, something happens. It feels like it. So fingers crossed nothing bad happens today. So far, nothing bad has happened. Yeah. Good news for former, at this point, Arizona State softball player Jessica Puck. She's signing with the Florida Vibe. Great name. Great, great name. Um, if Puck you're Daddy on the vibe, <laughs> if you're not sure what Puck the, me up with the vibe, the Florida vibe is it's a professional fast pitch organization. Um, I believe it's a 16 team league out in Florida. Uh, so congratulations to, to Puck on that. Uh, but dope. so far, that is the only like possible potential news that I have seen um, with Shane gone. I'm, I'm not expecting any football transfers or basketball transfers during the show. Um, but you never know. Yeah, I mean, yeah, that's you, you never know. Maybe that's, baseball. I could see maybe some potential baseball transfers. Yeah, that would not surprise me in the slightest. I guess we'll we just gotta hold, hang out and see. I guess. <sighs> yeah, there's still a lot of time. Um, I do want to talk about baseball, but we will do that in a little bit. The more pressing news is ASU men's golf finishing in second. Yeah, um, and they battled to the very fucking end. They did, they did, and I think there's going to be a lot of people that are like, ah, you know, ASU golf didn't win the national championship. I mean, second, like second place, bro. Like, against <laughs> against a Texas program that had just upset the one seed in Vanderbilt and is one of the best programs over the last decade plus. They literally they they show the graphic. This was their seventh consecutive NCAA champion, not like the finals, but yeah. like the tournament appearance. Um, which is the, the the longest active streak in Division One golf. Um, so like this is a program. What they're what ten 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 years removed from winning a national championship with Jordan Spieth on the team. Like <sighs> Texas is a legitimate program. Yeah, and outside of ASU, I feel like those are two historic golf programs. They've both had just, I mean, some serious pros come out of that. Yeah, no, no, no. Texas is legitimate. Um, and. 
like Pepperdine, the team that they beat in the semis, is good. They they upset an Oklahoma team who, after Texas, is second in um, in consecutive NCAA appearances. Yeah. Um, ASU upset them in the semis. So uh, this golf, this program is in really good shape. They had a really good performance this year, um, and it they, there was parts like the end of the of the championship, like the last two golfers, I believe it was Sisk and. I forget and Pooch, yeah. Um, they like they were out of it at a point, and they yeah. they they fought back. So um, they made it interesting at the very least. Obviously, it would have been nice for them to win a championship, but I think similar to softball, this is not the end of their window. No, like, they, they they'll they'll be here next year, I think. Yeah. So David Pooch, you mentioned, um, and Mason Anderson were the two. ASU golfers that actually won their matches yeah. yesterday. The final count, I guess, was three to two in favor of Texas. Um, what is next? Because you mentioned the championship window, um, and that's something we don't get to talk a lot about covering ASU sports uh, because they don't get to that point yeah. usually. But ASU softball, we've we touched on that a little bit Wednesday that their championship window is next year. Really, is when it starts. Mm-hmm. Uh, for golf, you brought it up a little bit earlier. There are a lot of young guys on this team. Does that championship window kind of follow suit with ASU softball? Like, was this year, like, overachieving in a sense? Or had their championship window already started? Um, I mean, I think it's they kind of overachieved. Like I said, they had they had to upset an Oklahoma team that was, I believe, the two-seat. Like, they were – the Oklahoma team was a force to be reckoned with. Um, and, and so – I think it was a little bit of them overachieving for sure. Um, now Cameron Sisk is a senior, so I don't I don't know how COVID years work and all that. I'm not sure if he'll be back, but but Preston Summerhays, a freshman, he was unbelievable, especially in that semifinal against um, Pepperdine. He he was really good. Um, you mentioned Mason Anderson; he's a graduate student, so probably won't be back. Um, but it, I think when you have a guy like Preston Summerhays and and David Pooch, who's only a junior, like you're gonna have them back next year. Um, the the future is bright. Like I I think it is similar to ASU softball, where even if they're even if they're this you want to consider this year part of the championship window, it definitely isn't closed now. Like they have a chance to to get back there next year. I saw a analyst for the golf channel he did he released his like after the final he released his like way too early golf rankings for next year and he had asu2 behind vanderbilt who was the one seed this year Um, i love way too early rankings. no so do i yeah (laughs) um so i mean i i think the, the the window is definitely wide open now similar to softball i'm excited man there's a lot to be excited about um if you're an arizona state alum or if you're an arizona state just sports fan in general um there are a lot of programs that are on the cusp of doing something really really special um we're we're watching the women's college world series right now in the background oklahoma going up against northwestern Uh uh-oh we got shane shane just walked in to grab his computer and And then double birds i thought i thought you were gonna okay i I thought somebody had transferred and he had seen it and was coming in here uh but no we're watching the the women's college world series right now going on um, in Oklahoma City, and before the show, Sean and I were, were talking about how like this is going to be. The expectation is we're going to see ASU yeah. softball next year. Yeah, um, this atmosphere looks electric. Um, I do agree that they should not have this in Oklahoma City. It'd be pretty dope if they put it in uh, 
I don't know, a city like Phoenix that's hosting whatever. I, I Shane is in here just distracting us. My He's hands just, are. He oh. just just came in to shake our hands and you see Shane has noises. surprised me twice today with un unsolicited. Well, no, so he was contact. supposed to shake our hand at the end of yesterday's show and he didn't. That's a good point. That's a great point. You didn't shake our hand after the show yesterday. And this is after he curved my handshake to, in the middle of the show. That's crazy. Uh, okay, well, we're didn't, not going to yeah, repeat didn't that. didn't pick that up on the mic, and <laughs> glad we didn't. Um, um, but but no, so so ASU softball, ASU golf, uh, we've talked about hockey, yeah, wrestling. wrestling. Like, there's a lot. Yeah. There's a lot to be excited about. Um toward the end of 2022 and the beginning of 2023 for Arizona State Athletics. Uh, but I bring up the Women's College World Series because, Sean, you can actually bet on the Women's College World Series right now, the super regional round. Um, I may or may not have some money on Oklahoma, which is a smart choice at this point. I mean, they've only lost, what, one game or one series all year, and it was the conference championship to Oklahoma State. Yeah. Um Odds are we're going to see Oklahoma, Oklahoma State probably in the the final matchup. So that that should be a lot of fun. Um, but if you don't want to bet on softball, you can bet on the NBA Finals on the DraftKings Sportsbook app. And if you didn't know, it's an official sports betting partner of the NBA. New customers can make any $5 NBA bet and get $150 in free bets instantly. And Sean, this season, a customer placed a $5 same-game parlay and won over $5,000. Dollars that could be you. I that was, could be. I'm you. waiting for the day. I like to. I had a probably a bad habit of during the NFL season. I would just I would throw like a dollar, two dollars, three dollars on a parlay of every single game and try to predict all of them. Um, That's so hard. Never hit. Did not hit uh, once. Um, but one day it will, and on that day I will not show up into work because I'll be making some money. Honestly, this is a great job though, to the point where like you could win that kind of money and like I, it's not I one of those. I still want to work, yeah. Yeah, it's like yeah, I'm, I'm totally cool coming in and winning that money and then doing a podcast. Right, because like, because uh, people like always talk about like, oh, I'm going to quit my job. Like people that say that have shitty jobs. And <laughs> like, because the thing is, is, like even if I'm rich, I'm not going to want to sit at home all day, every day. Like, I'm yeah. going to get bored out of my mind. I need something to do. Yeah. And uh, this honestly would be it. I get paid <laughs> to talk about sports. <laughs> I, I, we got, we're watching softball. Um, I, yeah, it doesn't get much better than this, yeah. especially when they encourage you to bet on sports. 100%. The only way it gets better is if you place the same game parlay and win yeah. that 5Gs. Um, the NBA Finals do tip off tonight. You got the Boston Celtics, the Golden State Warriors. Are we both in on Boston tonight? I uh, I did take Boston on the bet show today. I took their money line. It's plus 145 last time I checked. Um, but if the Warriors win, I'm not going to be surprised. I'm yeah. I was going to say I'm rooting for Boston, but I really want both teams to win. I, I think want we, a good series. We could see this. Yeah, exactly. I think <laughs> the conference finals were so bad, or the conference semifinals were bad or whatever. Um, so I'm, I'm super excited to see, like, let's just get good basketball. Yeah, 100%. I, uh, which I think we will. I think there's going to be the two good teams. Yeah, 100%. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now. Use promo code PHNX. Make any $5 bet during the NBA Finals and get $150 in free bets instantly. That's promo code PHNX only at DraftKings Sportsbook. An official sports betting partner of the NBA. It's 21 plus. There's an only gambling problem. Call 1-800-NEXT-STEP. Do customers only a minimum of a $5 deposit. Eligibility restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com slash sportsbook for details. Sean, we didn't talk a lot about ASU baseball. Um, during the Pac-12 tournament because there wasn't a whole lot to talk about. Yeah. Um, they obviously fought super, super hard against number one Stanford. Bullpen, um, 
did their bullpen things. Exactly. Kind of did what they did all year. Um, then I believe they beat Oregon that following game and then lost, of course, to to Arizona, which there's no one else you would. Uh, I'd rather ASU lose to any other team. <laughs> uh, yeah, I don't know if there's, there's. Yeah, I mean, yeah, there's not a program in the country. I would. Um, if they lost to like NAU, I might be upset. But yeah. NAU is not going to be in the Pac-12 tournament. That's, so. that's very true. Um, so quickly after the Pac-12 tournament ended, literally, I believe the following day, um, a couple of ASU baseball players entered the transfer portal. Um, we've got sophomore infielder Hunter Haas and freshman infielder Cam Maggi. Um, like two young guys, two guys that were probably projected starters for 2023. Um, how does that, I mean, just where does that leave you with the program, right? Because it was Willie's first year. Um, Willie didn't obviously recruit these guys. Yeah. Um, but guys that were projected to start in 2023. Yeah, I mean, I think the fact that it is, it was Willie's first year, Willie didn't recruit these guys, it's big, right? Because there's not, these are not, it's not a coach that they expected to come here playing for. Yeah. And so when they get here, I think it's probably like, okay, I'll, I'll feel this out for a year, see how it works, see if I if I like the coach. And I, I and maybe they didn't. Maybe they just didn't feel like it was the right fit, and so they decided to move on. But I don't think that's necessarily – I think if you get to a point where you get kind of like ASU football, where you get players that the coaching staff is recruiting, that they're transferring out from that same coaching staff, that's a little bit more cause for concern. But I, I, I think – it just goes back to what I've been saying about this this baseball program is you just need to give Willie time to make the program his with his players. Um, and maybe they just didn't – these guys just didn't see themselves as part of that. And unfortunate because, like you said, they are young guys that had a potential to make a big impact next year. But it is – it's just kind of – it is what it is. Um, I know ASU fans will probably see this and start thinking they're, it's big red flags um, as – fuck. Northwestern does that softball. Oh, they Turned doubled the double up. Play. Yeah. Damn. <laughs> Northwestern does that softball. If they beat Oklahoma, I'm going to be sick. Um, but back to bad batting ball. Um, <laughs> bad batting ball. Um, yeah, I just, I'm not that concerned. <laughs> I, I think So it doesn't leave you with any concern that it's the trajectory of the program as opposed to just they weren't recruited by No, women. because, I mean, what was it? Two weeks ago we were talking about Willie getting that, what was, what's his name, the recruit that, like, I forget his name, but the the top four recruit in the country, or whatever yeah. it was. Like, I just think you got to give Willie time to. But that could be a situation too, where like you recruit a guy like that, he commits here, but he probably won't ever play here. That's fair, but I mean, regardless, like at the very least, if 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 his if if his plan A is the pros, his plan B is ASU, and he chose ASU over any other school. Yeah. Um, I I think I just think with this all of it, you just got to give Willie time. If we're talking three, four years from now and, and stuff still, still like you're seeing guys transfer out that had the potential to make a big impact the following year, then I'll be concerned. But it's definitely like not great. Like you want to see these guys stick around, but I'm not going to sit here and, and start sounding the alarms like it's a death knell to the program. Yeah, 100%. Haas was tabbed as one of the best defensive infielders in the Pac-12 um, after his freshman year, he received Pac-12 All-Defensive Team honors. Um, so that does hurt a little bit yeah. to, to lose a guy like that. But regardless, um, I mean, it's it's going to be interesting. I don't know. We, we talked earlier in the year about the expectations for ASU baseball. Um, we kind of disagreed with the whether they overachieved, underachieved. Um, I, 
I'm really, really curious to see what the offseason does to this bullpen. Um, because if they pitch as bad as they did toward the end of last year, um, or really all year, it's going to be a rough year. And Willie's not going to, Willie is not going to survive um, as a head coach here for long if the bullpen performs year over year the way they did this year. Yeah, no, I, I definitely think that needs to be kind of his focus when it comes to recruiting. And I think the staff's focus and when it comes to improving their their players is the bullpen has to be better. Like, it, you cannot rely. Well, like, what do you do? Because, like, I feel like baseball is a sport where, like, do you, like, really, like, I don't, this may be a dumb thing to say, but, like, how much growth do these players have year over year as pitchers? I mean, I think when you're this young, they can have a lot. But I mean, you look at look at the Diamondbacks. They got a new pitching coach, and their their starting pitching specifically is unbelievable this year. Like it, it is significantly improved. So maybe it's more the pitching coach than yeah. It is. I don't know if it's necessarily like it's not Willie. Well, yeah, no, it's, like, I'm, I'm I'm talking about like, the players. I'm not even talking about Willie as a coach. Yeah, like I, I think I, I think if they coaches have more time to work with them. Um, and again, you're gonna get time to recruit people. Like ASU baseball is in the middle of of at least what they hope is a renaissance. Like the fact is, the best recruits in the country prior to Willie were not choosing ASU necessarily. Um, and so hopefully Willie's in the process of changing that, and, and you'll get better recruits. Um, but sometimes, and also sometimes with pitching, you just see where guys just have bad years or they have really good years. And so next year, if you get a couple of guys to have really good years out of the pen. That changes things significantly. Yeah. Um, so I, I don't know. I just I mean, when you get a new coach in college sports, you just got to give it time um, before you're you're sitting here sounding the alarms. Or or I mean, I, I have been a little uh, I think dramatic with ASU or with Arizona football, but like with Jed Fish, for example, like I, I like you have to give him time before you're going to sit here yeah. and say he's the savior of that program. He's obviously doing the recruiting well, but that's only part of the game. Yeah, we got to see where that translates. Yeah, to so. I just got to give it time. I'm not going to – I'm just – I'm going to be patient, as patient as I can with this team. Yeah, 100%. Um, the The guy that I feel most um, just sorry for in all of what transpired over the course of the Pac-12 tournament and the end of the season, um, Kyle Luckham. Yeah. Richard Jr. Yes. Guy who pitched his ass off yes. against number one Stanford um, at the start of the Pac-12 tournament. It was a game nobody gave ASU any shot in, um, us included. No, yeah. But Luckham— Not that they deserved us to n- give them No, the but Kyle Luckham kept them in that game, and at points they were leading going into the final two innings. Um, and, again, the bullpen did what the bullpen did. But, like, where does that leave you with this guy? Because this guy's now—I mean, he's your ace. Um, yeah. So if you—let's try and step into the shoes for of Luckham for a second— you obviously know you're the best pitcher on this team. Yeah. You're staying here. What can you do to help yourself out? Because at the end of the day, he he pitched his ass off against Stanford. Is it almost like I got to have no faith? Like if I'm Luckham and I'm going through the end of the season, I see what transpired in the Pac-12 tournament. I'm like, you know what? The only way that I can get better is I need to be able to pitch those last two innings. 
I yeah. need to be able to pitch those I last mean, innings. Yeah, I think when you're trying to improve, that's kind of going to be my answer. But when, when you're playing, you have to have faith. Because I think if you're sitting here being like, I need to be the savior, you start gripping the ball too tight, and then you're only setting yourself too up much for pressure. On yourself. Yeah, I, I think if I think you have to sit there and have faith in your in your team. Um, but how? Where do you get that faith from? Uh, that's a fair question. Blind um, faith is 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 as good as no faith. Yeah, I mean. I don't know. That's a fair question, and that's something that that team is going to have to figure out for him. I I don't I don't know to be honest <laughs> with you, like because right now the bullpen doesn't. There's not a, a whole lot of reason to have faith in them for sure. Um, I think you just kind of have to uh, like put look at the season and be like, all right, a little bit of a learning curve, new coach, all that stuff. Um, Maybe see if Mac Morgan wants to join the baseball team. Yeah, honestly. <laughs> just the, see if Danielle Williams wants to transfer from Northwestern to ASU baseball, maybe. Um, yeah, I don't know. I, that's not a question I can really answer. Like, you don't. The bullpen has not given really anybody reason to have faith in them. But, like I said, new season, you kind of just have to hope that they figure it out and have faith in the people around you. Uh, but ultimately, baseball is an interesting sport because as much as the team sport, it's an individual sport, especially yeah. pitching. You just ha- He just has to go out there and do his job. That's all he can do. He can't really sit there and concern himself with what other people are doing. Because if he, cause, like, even if he's being selfish statistically, like if he goes out there, throws seven great innings, and keeps, and keeps the game tight, he's not getting lost. Like no, like, but like I feel like even statistically, like when you like it's just emotionally draining when you pitch your ass off against the number one team in the Pac-12, seven innings for sure. You you keep your team in a game, which let's be real, if Luckham wasn't pitching that game, they probably get blown out. Um, so for him to pitch the way he did and then lose, yeah, like. You gotta like I I'm going back to the the dugout or I'm going back to the clubhouse and I'm pissed, man. Like yeah, I mean he's definitely not happy about it, but again, I don't know. Like you can't a you can't really have that mentality. That's just setting yourself up to be a bad teammate. Like you can't be sitting here pointing fingers, even if you're doing it internally. Yeah. Um, but like I said, baseball is interesting in the fact that it's a really individual sport for being a team sport. He literally, he just can't concern himself with that. And he's experienced, right? Like, we're not talking about a freshman. Yeah. Um, he's seen worst ASU teams. <laughs> so yeah. I think I think you got to look at this season. And uh, similar to softball, obviously the programs are in different sp- spaces. But you got to look at the season and be like, not so much that it's a failure, but it's, it's like, okay, we're making strides. We're getting better. This team wasn't – the fact that they were even in the Pac-12 tournament, like, or, or, or in these, like – competitive in the Pac-12 tournament is more than we would have expected prior to the tournament. Yeah. Um, so I don't know. I think you just got to just got to sit here and be like, all right, we're moving in the right direction. Obviously would have wanted wanted to do more, but we're going to take it for what it is at this point. Yeah, 100%. We'll see, obviously, um, what transpires over the offseason for ASU baseball if anybody else decides to yeah. enter the transfer portal if people decide to come here yeah yeah, yeah uh, that's, that's always, always a forgotten thing I feel like when people talk about the transfer portal yeah. and especially recently with ASU it's been like who's leaving but like there are sports around ASU that people want to come play well, for I mean, here we just got, football just got Emory Jones yeah. like that's not like stuff happens Puck yeah. that we mentioned like, she was a transfer yeah. like um, it it happens and I, I feel like 
Willie is in the process of making this a destination. Plus, like, you can't sleep on the fact, like, Arizona is a baseball state. Like, this is one of those places where, like, if you... Like, this is a place state? Where, yeah. Like, I mean, they have spring training here. Like, yeah, yeah. Like, Arizona baseball is really good. Like, this is a state that when people think of baseball, it's one of the first states that people think of. Um ASU baseball is a history, a storied franchise. Willie is a legend in his own right and a pro, a former pro. Like, there's reasons to want to come here. So, again, I'm not writing this program off. I, I think it's kind of just the beginning for them. Yeah. It's also the beginning um, for us here at PHNX. Just so, the beginning. Just the beginning. Highly encourage everybody that is listening um, or that enjoys the content to head over to go phnx.com today. Become a member of the family because when you do, you're going to get either a free t-shirt from the locker or your first month for 50 cents just for signing up. You can't see it now, but I'm rocking the D-Book shirt because I I miss watching Devin Booker play, man. I miss it. Yeah, so do I. One day. One day. One day soon we'll get to watch him again. Um, but in the meantime... When you become a member, you're going to get to read, listen, watch all of the amazing content that we do here at PHNX Sun Devils, um, that the Yotes, the the Suns, the Cardinals, everybody here um, is doing. And it, it really only keeps growing again. So head over to gophnx.com today. Become a member of the family because when you do, either a free t-shirt from the locker or and your first Rachel Lewis just cents. went yard. Wow. <laughs> She just went yard. She's that good, man. She really is that good. Oh my god, she she is the girl that we were afraid of for ASU. I'll let you get back to your ad read, but damn, she just went. She sent that shit. Her twenty third of the year. Wow. To give, well, look out, Northwestern's up one nothing. To give on Northwestern a one nothing lead. Watch out now. I don't know, man. We'll see what happens. Damn, that was a bomb. That was a bomb. And they did it again. Like every game here is a home game for Oklahoma. Yeah, and Oklahoma State. Like, I don't know. Wow. Super interesting. Northwestern, man, watch them. We'll see. What I happens. wonder what their odds are on DraftKings, but to win the whole thing, yeah, they had the second worst odds. Just, I think it was like plus nine hundred. All uh, right, but yeah, I mean, not getting a softball talk anywhere else other than PHNX. Nah, dude, I love, I love softball. Um, this girl, Rudd. This yeah. is Rudd right after, right? Yeah. Also, just as scary as Rachel Lewis. Yeah. Um, these were a couple of Sun Devil killers for sure. Yeah, they slayed the Sun Devils. I would lose to a fight, and I would lose to Rachel Lewis in a fight. Would you? Yeah, mm. she's fucking jacked. Yeah, this that actually segues perfectly into the final topic of the day. Um, is I saw a TikTok yesterday. Oh my! It God, had a grizzly yeah. bear in it. <laughs> a grizzly bear was getting chased by a moose, right? Because the grizzly bear attacked. One of the moose's uh, little calves. Um, so the moose chased it away. Yeah, hell yeah. And they were like hauling ass. And I was looking in the comments, and somebody had talked about how like 10% of Americans think they could be a grizzly bear. So I looked it up, and there were actually um, like a bunch of different polls on this. Um, 6% of Americans believe that they could beat a grizzly bear. In hand-to-hand combat. What? What is wrong with people? Like, if you want to give me, like, a baby bear, maybe. But don't, have you seen a grizzly? Those things are huge. Black. If you wanted to say you could beat a black bear in a fight, I'll listen to that a little more. Still probably pretty stupid, but I'll listen to it a little more. A grizzly bear, those their paws are bigger than your head. That takes one swipe with a claw, and your jugular is on the floor. 
That's uh, no. No, thank you. This is why I keep my ass in the house. I want nothing to do with wildlife. There was a study back in 2021, um, and YouGov did the study on what members of the animal kingdom Americans think they could take on, right? There are 15 animals listed. So 6% were confident they could beat a grizzly bear. 6% of Americans are stupid. Oh, this list gets worse. Oh, God. 8% think they could beat a lion. What? 8% think they could beat an elephant. 8% could beat a gorilla. <laughs> Are you shitting me? You, 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 I'm okay. First off, I'm taking a grizzly bear before I take a gorilla. That thing will throw me 500 yards. Are you shitting me? 9% believe they could beat a crocodile. 12% a wolf. 14% a kangaroo. 15% a king cobra. 17% a chimp. 23% a large dog, 30% an eagle, 49% a medium-sized dog, 61% a goose, 69% a house cat, and 72% a rat. Okay, brother, fucking <laughs> what? This started off with just a grizzly bear, and then I saw the rest of the list, bro. What? First off, keep me away from primates. I said it the other day on the show. They're like humans, but they're stronger, and they have less to lose. <laughs> I want nothing to do with a chimpanzee. Those motherfuckers rip people's face off. What? I want nothing to do with a chimpanzee or a gorilla. An elephant? Just here's a question. How? How? <laughs> Are you, how are you, you have, you want no smoke with an elephant. How are you even reaching any of its vital organs? I think from, from grizzly bear all the way up to chimp, from 6% to 17%, people are delusional. Yes. A large dog? You're Could telling also me fuck you, you want smoke with a German shepherd? Nah. No? Nah. Nah. And especially if we're hand to hand, absolutely not. I don't even want to smoke with a house cat. <laughs> Let alone a, a crocodile? A crocodile? You're telling me something that's got the jaws of steel? A and a, 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 you said a king cobra was on there? Yeah, 15%. Brother, how? <laughs> how? How? You're not faster than them, and they can launch themselves at you, and they got fangs. You've got nothing for a king cobra. So go ahead. Dog, what? <laughs> I don't even want... I don't want... <laughs> what? Going back to the grizzly bear thing. So, grizzly bears, male grizzly bears, weigh... 1,700 pounds. Yeah. They run at 35 miles an hour. Bro, I run what? I probably max out at like 15. If I'm running 15 full speed is you for my full life. Speed. Yeah, with adrenaline. Like, uh, uh, and they can climb. They're jogging. They're jogging at 15. Yeah, and you can't even outclimb them. Like, what are you going to do? And they can swim. Are you stupid? Crocodiles. I hate people. Kay. Americans are so dumb. Right, crocodiles. The The, what percentage was it? The 9% that believe they could hand-to-hand -hand combat with a croc. Um, crocodiles, also fucking dinosaurs. Yeah, that are literal living. dinosaurs. Uh, just saying, you want to fight a fucking dinosaur. Um, Nile crocodiles can move at a speed of 22 miles an hour. Um, have no you seen way, bro. a fucking crocodile, bro? Absolutely not. The size of a crocodile. They weigh... Sometimes, let's see, average size okay. males, like, 17 feet and 1,000 pounds, but set, there are some that are 23 feet long, weighing as much as 2,200 pounds, which, if you remember the grizzly bear talk we just had, is like 600 pounds more than a fucking grizzly bear. Yeah, absolutely not. Have you seen some of those things? They're huge. And, like, I get that people, like, like they probably think, okay, like, Russell, a crocodile. Or let me zigzag. 
Like, we're not talking running away from a crocodile, bro. You gotta fight this thing to the death. To the like, death. It's not like like it's not like people wrestle crocodiles, right? Sure, they professionals. get behind them. They professionals. Get, yeah, they get behind them, put them in a chokehold, whatever. Put their their fingers in their snout, but they're not killing them. How are you going to kill a crocodile with your bare hands? What is your what is your what is your strategy there? Nine percent of people think they. Can I don't do think it. I could kill a rat. Put me in a big room with a rat. I'm not gonna catch a nah, rat. Bro, I ain't fucking with rats. That, that also that a house cat. That thing will jump at you and claw your eyes out. No, I want no smoke with a goddamn thing in the animal. Oh, they kingdom. have this. They have. They have it also uh, spaced out with between men and women. Okay, well here um, we go. So, oddly enough, so the grizzly bear. There is men believe seven um, percent of men believe they could do it, and six percent of women. Okay, um, this next one really r- just kind of boggles my mind here. 8% of women believe they could beat a lion. 7% of men think they could beat a lion. There are more women that believe they could beat a lion than men. Are you shitting Which, first me? off, man, women, child, whatever, you, you're you not going to beat a lion, no, I would take a bear over a lion. I think it's stupid either way. I well, think yeah, you're going to get mauled regardless. A lion dog? Have you seen those things? And then, and then as the list goes on, though, like... You can see the discrepancy in intelligence from like <laughs> the women are far smarter than men as the list goes on because like when we get to wolf, nine percent of women think they could do it. Sixteen percent of men think they could do it. Bro, the king cobra, eight percent of women, twenty three percent of men. I want no smoke with with snakes. I don't want any smoke with reptiles. Also, you know? why is everybody sleeping on geese, bro? Fifty-one percent of women think they could be a goose, and seventy-one percent of men. Seventy-one percent, bro. That's like almost three of four. Okay. Do I want smoke with a goose? No. If I was fighting for my life and I had, when are you ever going to be in a situation where you have to fight a goose for your life? Well, no. But I'm saying if like someone's like, or if like someone's like, I don't. No, I'm not doing animal cruelty. But if someone's like, here's a billy. Like here's a billion dollars. You got to. He's a billy. You gotta murk this goose. Fight this goose to the death. (laughs) Okay, I think I could probably like if if, if between one of us, only one of us walking out the room, I think I could probably kill a goose if I had to. But I don't want smoke. How do you kill a goose, bro? You choking it out? Yeah. We're now we're getting too close. Peter's gonna flag our (laughs) our shit. Um, But you can see, bro. You can see, like at some point. The you you see the women's intelligence versus the male ego thinking that they can beat all of <laughs> these animals. Crazy. A wolf? No, a wolf, bro. I don't want anything to the to death. Do, I don't want anything to do with big sharp teeth. Like you talking dogs, wolves. Um, what are you gonna do when a, an elephant puts its tusk through your heart? Yeah, that's G. Nothing. G. How are you fighting an elephant, bro? Uh, yeah, I don't understand the strategy. Hand to hand combat. You can't even reach an elephant. There's that no way. There's no you. way in that I. You could give me any man, woman in America. No, you're not beating an elephant, bro. No, absolutely. A not. pissed that's, off elephant that's too. That's ridiculous. A that pissed is off ridiculous. elephant. People suck. This list is incredible. That is ridiculous. Um, if you want to go check it out, uh, relevantmagazine.com. That the study was done by YouGov, um, and if you scroll down, you can see the. Uh, it's funny to me that they split it between men and women because the ego yeah. from the men just clearly shows itself. Um, so thank you, thank you, women across America, for keeping us humble uh, and keeping <laughs> the human race alive. Like yeah. Jesus, if, if everyone was as stupid as men, 
this would be Planet of the Apes. Yeah, a hundred percent. But also, none of you should be fighting grizzly bears. Yeah, stay stand side. We shouldn't have to say that. Yeah, right. But um, disclaimer: do not fight wild yeah, animals. Don't attempt any of these at home. Yeah, for real. Um, may, I mean, if you want to fight a rat, I mean, sure. Yeah, that's more of a. Sometimes you got to kill a rat. Like, but like I, I ain't fucking with a rat, bro. I don't fuck with with those things, bro. Yeah, if I find I a saw rat, I'm ratatouille, house, and I'm done. I'm burning the house down. Oh yeah, I that's the rat. It. That's the rat's house now. Yeah. That's unlucky. I'm paying Especially when him. you see that scene in Ratatouille where they all fall at the ceiling. Like, if there's one, there's more than one. Yeah, nah. <laughs> no, no thank you. I ain't doing that. I ain't doing it. Any, anything else? I'm... No. I'm going to go fight an animal, I think. Just kidding. <laughs> I'm not stupid. Like, if you are, make sure it's a small animal. Yeah. Small animal. I, but again, I want no smoke with a, a, a house cat. I've seen those motherfuckers attack. I want no smoke. Yeah, like what are you doing? It like especially with its claws, bro. Like you could probably like you could grab that shit and. I'm not. I'm not. I don't want to talk about how to kill a cat. <laughs> Let's get out of here. <laughs> Let's get out of here. Of, my goodness, have you enjoyed the content? Um, <laughs> if you enjoy the content, seek help. Yeah, one hundred percent. It's content that you're not gonna get yeah. anywhere else. Um, head over to gophnx.com, like we said earlier, and become a member. But also. Head over to Twitter and follow us at PHNX underscore Sun Devils. You can follow me at Anthony Totri. Anthony underscore Totri, actually. You can follow Shane at Shane D. You can follow Sean DePaz at Sean underscore DePaz. Keeping my ass in the house as always. <laughs> and we will be back with a Friday fun day live at 3 o'clock um, on Friday. So be there or be square. But for now, peace. Ah, mm, The first taste of rare bourbon you finally got your hands on. That's nice. At Caskers.com, we make this experience easy. Caskers is a one-stop spirit curator with an impressive selection of exclusive sought-after rare and household names in the realm of premium spirits and champagne. Discover the top flavors of the year now by going to Caskers.com and using code WELCOME10 for $10 off your first purchase. Get $10 off your first purchase with code WELCOME10 at Caskers.com.